Hey guys, welcome back to the latest face podcast. Um, we're actually doing part two of the imposter syndrome where we talk about that and impression and anxiety as a creative. Um, there was a little small section in there where we kind of got off topic a little bit. So if you want to fast forward through that, feel free. Um, but there's some great information in here. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all hear some snippets of what's to come. I just want to say to all of you, I'm proud of you for starting new things, and I'm proud of you for chasing your dreams and chasing the things that matter to you. And I've never met a photographer that's perfect at everything, even the world's best and the most famous. You know, you can do what you want to do when you are what you're trying to achieve. My goodness, I am really good at this now. And then as I got, you know, more and more and more experience, I realized, yo, actually, I suck. I'd like to challenge the room for a second. Okay. Hey, who was that that said they were broke? I just wanted to see who that was. I that mean, was let Angel. Me, let me take that out the ending. I'm going to take it out. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah, I'm going to take it out. I was going to say, let's, let's dig those words up. Oh, for sure, Anna Marie. I'm going to be in your DMs, honey. And I saw your page, and then I went onto your Instagram, and I was like, wow, that's like, that's what I want to get to right now. I don't think that you should get discouraged being from a smaller town. One thing that I'm applying this year is to stop sleeping on my own potential. And just a reminder, these recordings come straight from Clubhouse, so you might have to fast forward a few minutes to get into what we're talking about. Okay, enjoy. What's going on? I'm actually uh, I'm trying to get a phone for my mom. I'm just kind of hopping Clubhouses, so I'm at T-Mobile trying to get her a new iPhone. Ooh, which iPhone? The newest one? No, she's. Not, I mean, my mom's older, so I'm gonna get her just an SE, just getting her into the market of you know iPhone. I gotcha. That's real smart. Save that money. <laughs> Wish I could do more, but yeah. Yeah, understood. Well, uh, uh, uh no. hey, hey, Mark. Uh, you, you see my my image here? That's Serafina. Oh, that's her. Yeah, she need to post more of that on her page. I don't know what she <laughs> I know. I just finished it, so she'll probably post something next week. I think she an awesome model, Paul. She got some facial features that are pretty dope. I don't know if she's ever taken it serious. I, I never asked her those questions. Let me see. Oh, wow. Ooh, I like the tool. That's pretty. Hey, new people. Um, I just started the room, so we'll probably get started in about five minutes. If y'all want to take some time to ping some people in. Um, yeah, we'll get started shortly. Uh, I'm thinking that this room might only last for about an hour, y'all. I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> Clubhouse got me worn out. Hi, Mello. Hi, how are y'all? Hanging in there. Guess I'll start pinging some people. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Can y'all hear me tapping on my phone, or is that just me? I can hear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really just tagging anybody who's up here. <laughs> That's funny. Welcome, new people. The room just started. We're going to get started in about um, five or so minutes. Probably only last about an hour.
Almost got everybody. Cool. Hydro. Hi, Tristan. Uh, how you doing? What up? Welcome back. Man, you're always in the car. Where are you going? <laughs> I'll be leaving work right now. I'm going home for my midday nap. I just got off work. Okay, I'm taking a nap right after I get out this room. <laughs> nice, nice. Welcome, Max. Is it Ray, Steven, Justin? Hey. Hey, Kate, what's poppin'? Hey, guys. Much. What's up? How is everyone? We are good. You're ready to talk about this conversation we got going on? Could I ever be? <laughs> Was anyone in the part one of this conversation last week? I don't think so. I don't know if any of those people are coming yet. Okay, yeah. Well, part one went so well. I thought I'd do it again. Um, it lasted for like two, a little bit over two hours. So I was like, this is great. So I thought it'd be nice to kind of keep the rooms going that um, have a lot of engagement. So hi, D'Anthony. Hey, how's everybody doing? Doing pretty good. Hi, Wade. Good. DeAndre. Oop. Oh. Hey, Depot. What's up? Hey, Sherwood. Nice. We're great. Nice. We're all in here. I think this is honestly a good enough group to to talk. Um, so we can go ahead and get started. Um, I don't really do introductions. If you want to introduce yourself before you talk, that's fine. Other than that, we can just get straight into the subject. If y'all want to pose a question to the room where people can answer, we can do that. If you want to talk about an experience that you've had where you've experienced imposter syndrome, we can also bring up depression and anxiety, just anything really dealing with, um, you know, emotional state as it pertains to being an artist. Um, so yeah, the floor is open. Would anyone like to start? Welcome, welcome. Anybody? Any takers? I'll start, I guess. How's it going, everybody? Um, I'm a photographer um, from up in Canada. I think, like, for me, being, like, like, I've only been shooting for six months. So, being, like, all these other people, are, like, around me on social media, it can be kind of intimidating. Like, just, they're, like, kind of fine. Because um, it almost, like, like, I feel like I have to, like, steal clients from, like, existing photographers because they've been established and around for so long. So I think, like, telling people, like, when they ask what I do, like, sometimes I don't I don't feel like saying, like, I'm a photographer um, because I just don't feel like I'm established enough or have enough of a following kind of thing. I don't know if that makes sense. Well... If you consider yourself stealing clients, I don't think you can steal. It's, I don't think I don't think that that you should think about it like stealing clients. If they're clients like your work, 
and want to choose you this time, that's a good thing, man. You're doing something right. And the other photographer or whoever that they shot with previous shouldn't feel any kind of way about that. Uh, honestly. Yeah, I, I, agree. I don't know talking. Who was that talking? Oh, that was me, Dawson. I thought like so much of like what I meant was like because I'm new that like I don't I'm not established, so I just feel like um sometimes that like I can't say I'm a photographer per se, even though like sometimes I don't know, I kinda sound stupid today, but like that's just like how I feel sometimes. Uh, I see, I feel that, yeah. I remember when I, I mean, I still consider myself to be super amateur. So I just know that that's a, a tough, you know, situation to be in, especially when you start kind of comparing yourself to other people. That's my biggest, uh, first off, my, my bad, what's going on everybody? That's my biggest stipulation. Uh, I was actually talking to my girl and she just kind of had to, you know, give me a whole pep talk. Like I was telling her, you know, I got the same camera, same lens as most of these people I follow, you know, countless hours of tutorials, workshops, like, why in the heck is my work, you know, so trash, but these people are taking dang near 3D pictures and editing is out this world, but I took today to just really, you know, just go back to the drawing board and look at some pictures that I had already taken that I was really about to throw away, because I'm like, man, my work is trash, but I, it's, I, I guess it goes to, you know, like, you, you can't compare yourself. I mean, I hate the saying, well, I don't hate it, but it's so cliche. You know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So I got to worry about my own race. I got to focus on me. And, you know, it probably took them four or five years to get where they're at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your work is not trash, though. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to be your worst critic, uh, DeAnthony, man. First off, I think we all suffer from that. But um, if, if somebody likes it, you know, then uh, evidently you, you, you're doing something that's aesthetically pleasing. So, and another thing, uh, remember, man, the camera's just a tool. It's not the camera. It's just a tool. It's how you use it, how you see with it and what you produce with it. You know, so equipment, honestly, in my opinion, doesn't even matter. It's how you use it to uh, put whatever you're trying to show. So, you know, that in mind, bro. Real talk. You'll you'll be surprised that my my favorite photographer still uses a T three I. You know, so it doesn't matter the tool, it's how you use it. That's the I'm so serious about that. What's up, Trill? No, I'm saying yeah, I'm I'm actually looking at the page right now, man. Like your work don't suck. Um <clears throat> I think we all can improve and like even in certain things, if I'm looking at something that could I don't know if you said a T three something, like some of my favorite photographers still use an iPhone. <laughs> so, um, just so we can be completely honest, like, you know, so I think it's all a thing about how we get in our heads in regards to like comparison and different things like that. And so it's just something that we just got to like brace ourselves. Can I add, can I add to that real quick? Go ahead. Um, I just wanted to say, um, yeah, I, I shot this music video. I know we're talking about photography, but I shot this music video a T5I, a Rebel T5I, and um, it's like this, uh, you know, black history type of um, video, and yesterday, the artist hit me up and told me that, it, like, they put it on CBS, and I'm like, yo, that, I didn't think it was, like, my best work at all, but it just goes to show, like, 
the camera don't really matter what it is. It's like, you know what I mean? It doesn't really matter what camera you use, but it's like the vision. Absolutely. Totally I, agree with that. Yeah, I do too. I think that we're all, you know, unique in our own ways. And sometimes people see things differently and you're able to capture things differently. Even if they're, oh, I guess some people were talking. I think, Mark, remember how you, all, you were talking about doing like a shoot with another photographer at the same time? And I feel like even if you were to be in the same place with somebody else shooting something, like you would get something completely different from that. And at the end of the day, you know, like we we all have our own light and we're shining. So you can't really like, you know, someone can't take your light like you're already shining. So I think we just kind of have to look at it like that. Hey, real quick. Real quick. Go ahead. Dean Anthony is capping, bro. PTR, PT, PTR me real quick. This is off his Instagram. That shit is not trash by any means. Like, That's dope. It's beautiful. Like, Very I emotional. Know. I think that shit is dope as fuck. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Nice, nice. Anyone else have anything yeah, to share? Yeah, work is dope, man. Keep it up, bro. Appreciate it, appreciate it. I think Can I add to that? Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Depot. Who was that? Uh, <sighs> Katria, you can go first and then Depot. I just want to say I think that as creatives in general, sometimes it's hard to see how far we've come. I definitely couldn't do things on your Instagram and... Uh, <sighs> I, I dabble in photography a little bit just because I'm a I'm a graphic designer in a small town and so sometimes clients are like, Well can't you do this too? And I'm like, We'll see. But I, I have to compensate in my lack of skill by just like oversaturating, like just taking a bunch of pictures and then like, you know, usually I get like a few out of that, but I definitely I don't have that eye and I sometimes it's just you need to see how far you've come in things, you know? Depot? Yeah, I would like to add to that. I would say that, like, oh, that, like, it's not always all about the camera. It's really about, like, oh, it's really about the lens, and it's also really about the creativity of the photographer. Sometimes, oh, photographers feel like, oh, 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 I gotta buy this new gear. Oh, this new gear just came out. I gotta have this in my... It's not about the gear. Like, it's really about, like, what you're producing. I have other photographers that are still shooting with a T5, and they producing like great quality work. 
Nice, nice. Thanks. Would anyone else like to share about um, imposter syndrome that they're kind of going through right now or anything that deals with depression or anxiety as it pertains to their art? Um, hi, I just want to share something. So, um, I do not want to say anything at first because, so, like, I feel like there are a lot of photographers and models in the building because I'm a makeup artist and I'm in Nigeria. And um, the competition is really, really, really high. Like, there are so many crazy ass makeup artists that are really, really good. And for me personally, I really love to do, like, focus more on editorial makeup. And sometimes I just open my Instagram and I look at my little followers and I'm like, okay, am I doing, like, I'm, like am I not good enough? Like, am I not doing well? And I go out or I show somebody my works and they're like, oh my God, your works are so dope. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, like, I see these other people and they are, like, doing really good, like, really better. And sometimes I just see these works of these other people and I just sit down and I just start thinking, I'm like, should I just quit makeup? Like, should I not do makeup again? And then somebody just comes in. I just, sometimes I just feel like my work is not good enough. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm like somebody to struggle with being uh, depressed. I just have like a major case, so I get triggers. So maybe I do something that I feel like, oh my god, this is really, really awesome. And I expect to like, I post it on Instagram, which is like literally blew up. And then the like, the activity or the amount of likes and comments I get from people, but, like I don't even get enough comments from people. Like it just like weighs me down and triggers me, and I just like go back to that spot. So yeah, I just like it's something that I'm dealing with, and I just want to try to get better. And I'm talking to people about it but i feel like it's normal for that in every field that are in that there will, other, there will always be people that are better than me and i just need to understand it and just try to keep on growing myself as a person and as an artist is it ray actually right right so, okay nice well yeah. thank you so much for sharing that that's awesome uh if you guys have a moment she's in the third row at the end she has phenomenal work maybe go like some of her images um yeah and i think what what you said i think it's just really important i think a lot of people get caught up in that that's that's one of the major things that i hear in a lot of the rooms is just you know people looking at how many likes they get or how many followers you know and it's just it's hard to not focus on that, but you know, um, you just got to keep going with your craft and just know that one day it all pay off, you know, and I'm glad you were able to open up and I hope that, you know, through Clubhouse, you can find yourself a little support system through us. Thank you so much, Kate. That means a lot. Uh, it's just that I just really feel like I should just try to focus more on like rooms because I was having like you know trying to like uh, get this cat like I've been working so hard and working two jobs like being a makeup artist and also like if I don't get jobs I do another job during the day so and I'm just like trying to let off steam and come on clubhouse and but then like I said I was I used to I have like a case of depression so I get triggers so like there's random stuff when I go into these rooms that are just meant to make me like smile and stuff like you know these things that just happen that they just trigger me and I was just like like, then he's just gonna switch off my phone and not come on Clubhouse for like two months again because I was in a room earlier and then I just felt like I was being like sidetracked, like I was not being noticed, like I was trying as hard as possible. Like, 
the moderator like disregarded me and uh started to like meet my mic and everything like, tried to say something and i was like and i was trying to be as boisterous as as possible so i just feel like the best thing for me i wanted like to try to prove myself it's just like maybe like not focus too much on like the front part of the clubhouse since i know the kind of person that i am emotionally i should just like try as much as possible to just try to build myself up as an artist just going to moves that would benefit me and i would meet people that are in my area of expertise and my craft so like that's just what i'm looking to do now thank you anna for thinking me in this room i really appreciate it you're welcome Hey, Ray, you are an amazing person. I just came in the room and I was just listening to you. You're an amazing person just in terms of, um, you said, um, what was it? The way you view yourself will, will be, will help how others view you. So I know, I don't know exactly what you're going through, but thank you for sharing and, um, just be confident in yourself and, your hard work will pay off, and I'm sure that the world will see it. I agree. Does anyone else have anything to say to Rai before we move on? If not, feel free to go ahead and open back up with another topic. Go ahead, Colin. I have a quick question. I'm actually at work listening in, and I came in kind of late. But can someone give me a, a like an idea of something quick? It don't have to be anything long. But what is photographer imposter syndrome? Would anyone like to talk about what it is for them, or do you want me to kind of give you a basic definition? Yeah, just a basic definition. That'll be fine. Okay, yeah. So it's basically when you personally think that you're not good enough. Um, so it would be like you think that you know so little compared to other people, but in all actuality, like you just know a little bit from each individual person, and that makes up the information that you know, and we're all, you know, pretty much the same. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. I'm, I'm, I'm on board now. Yeah, it's just like self-doubt, basically. I just want to say, um, I don't know how many of you guys are new at your crafts, but um, I think it's really difficult to start something new. And I think as adults, it's even harder because we all want to start and we want to be perfect at it right away. Because, you know, we're done with the learning. We, we're done being kids. We're done learning to, to walk. We want to run. But um, I just want to say to all of you, I'm proud of you for starting new things. And I'm proud of you for chasing your dreams and chasing the things that matter to you. Um, even if you still feel new and you've been in the game for a while, like you've definitely learned a lot. Even if it hasn't been, you know, like book learning, you've definitely learned a lot in the field and you have a lot to be proud of. And I just want to say that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Anyone else? When I when I uh <laughs> when I first got on Clubhouse, I didn't even uh put in my bio for photographer. I put picture taker person. I was like, I'm not putting photographer. 
I just, I'm a person that takes pictures. I'm not that. Bro, but you bought the camera. Bought the camera, so that's the first step. Facts, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, being, you know, just seeing everything and, you know, just entering the game, I'm like, oh, man, oh, no. Like, camera or not, I'm just, I'm just a person that just hit a button, that's it. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, your work is amazing. Uh, as like you know, everybody else said, um, I, I used to think the same thing. I still think hard on myself because you know there's so much to learn, and you know looking at everybody else's work, it's like, dang, you know, am I far from getting to that point? Am I there? You know what I'm saying? And people were like, you know, come look at my um, risen and everything like that, telling me my work is good. And, you know, I feed off of that. Um, so I think you got to, like, really boil down to what really makes you happy. And if, you know, taking landscapes make you happy, you're a photographer tomorrow. Numbers in social media. Don't get too caught up on that. Um, numbers are just that. They're just numbers. Uh, the same way there's a lot of people becoming photographers, there's a lot of doctors graduating every day. There's doctor working two jobs, you know, so, and there's lawyers getting graduated every day. The same, every, there's not a single field that you will go where you're the only one. There's not a single field that you will go and you're not learning, that you're not progressing, that you're not uh, taking the time to walk that step towards the, you know, becoming better. So just trusting what you're doing, there's a niche, there's a, there's room for everybody in this field. You just have to, you know, set your mind to what is it that you want to accomplish? What is it that you want to be in and around uh, of? And just continue your journey, you know, bring people on the way uh, together. So you can, this is, this is a, an environment that even if you're alone in a mountain taking photos, you need from your community, you need out of other people to learn, to discover places, to discover new techniques, to discover uh, new things to do and inspire and be inspired. So take the time to reflect on what is it that you want. Get all the negative out, especially something that I've noticed working with too many artists and celebrities and stuff like that. They all have the same insecurities. They all think they're not good enough. They all think that that's going to be their last job. That's going to be their last thing. And, you know, that they have to do this other thing to be the best ones. We all suffer from the same thing. You just have to get the negativity out, get some positive mind thinking, trust the work and the time you're putting into your craft, and keep moving forward. That's all I wanted to ask. Yeah, I second this uh, very good advice and speech. Um, from my perspective, uh, just a few uh, few words here. Um, from my perspective, I don't really think, am I good enough or I'm complete garbage? I just uh, have a purpose and I want to accomplish it. And uh, I know how to accomplish it. And uh, um, like, just keep grinding. And uh, I'm a huge fan of Gary Vee and, you know, self-awareness, you know, all this stuff. Just keep grinding and you will grow your audience. 
you will find people who like your uh, you know work uh, they will appreciate that you will make friends along the way and uh, just the mindset as you uh, sorry if i pronounce your name wrong the mindset i think is crucial uh, it's like your literally it's like your lifestyle should be um yeah just keep grinding and grow and grow and grow and uh yeah you will meet a bunch of people and yes you pronounced my name correct good and yeah it's like i mean now we have a support system in this to to learn i mean reach out to people if you see somebody that's doing something that you like or something that you would like to do in the future ask questions reach out i mean we we all have websites and emails and instagrams and like there's a million ways to communicate nowadays so there's not a reason why you shouldn't contact somebody you admire or like his work and be like hey i like what you're doing you know can you check out my work i would like some pointers i have a question on this and like hey how you accomplish x y and c that's what we're here for we are all in different places we're all doing the same craft but we all have our own vision so just share what you know yeah, I think Clubhouse is a great example of that because, you know, I guess some people previously before wouldn't have wanted to reach out and ask questions. But think about how many people are on Clubhouse and think about all the different types of rooms and how helpful they are. You know, like it's literally a platform with like thousands of people literally just help. Not all the rooms now, but you know what I mean? Like the rooms that you choose to go in, like they're they're very but it don't ever get discouraged by that because, um, you know, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. So just like, uh, I think it was, um, I don't want to, I don't want to get the wrong person here. I'm scrolling through DeAnthony was talking about getting down and learning and being determined to learn what he needs to do. Um, some of us, you know, may have a natural talent while some of us may have to just work harder, harder at it. And that's okay. And I've never met a photographer that's perfect at everything even the world's best and the most famous, you know, so just keep that in mind, guys. Like if you, if you, if you want to reach a certain level and you, you may not have that, that natural gift just to catch it off the rip, just to get it, you know, immediately work hard at it, do what you need to do to learn that, you know, and that's perfectly okay. Absolutely. And don't forget that just because someone is talented at something does not mean that they have a passion for it. So if you have a passion for it, go for it. And don't worry about someone just has a natural affinity to it. Yeah, I agree. I think this is uh, crucial as well. Yeah, because I mean, you can put, uh, like, if you're talented, you know, you can put a lot of hours, right? But it, it gets really easy if you really have passion and you love what you do, right? You can put 10 hours, 13 hours a day, and you won't even notice it. Annie? Uh, I was going to say, personally, I felt really shy and intimidated um, because I'm not a professional and I, I just question what I do, but I enjoy photography. So I know eventually I'll warm up and speak more, but I'm coming from a place where I'm just really shy and reserved. On another topic, I may talk my head off but <laughs> when it comes to photography that's my thing i think as long as you're enjoying the craft that's all that really matters you know
makes a professional a professional. Experience. Uh, from my understanding, doesn't professional mean that you got paid to do something, or is that not correct? I, I don't know the answer myself. That's that's why I pose it to everybody. Okay. Honestly, I think that professionalism is a mindset. At least that's how I consider it, because even me not having many pay jobs as a freelance model yet and building my portfolio, it's just a matter of people knowing that I'm well-spoken, intelligent, able to contribute to conversations, and I just like to come off as somebody that people would like to let sit down at the table. So that's why I like to put off professionalism. Um, hey guys, I just joined this, but uh, you know, I immediately want to chime in. Um, as far as what professionalism is, I personally believe it's when you do something and get paid enough to make a living off of it. Hence, it's your like profession. It makes you professional. So, like, if you're a professional, like I don't know, a mechanic, like you repair cars, that's what you like to do. Like, you make a living off of that. So, I feel like it's the same thing. Being a professional model or being a professional in, in the entertainment industry. It doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be your primary source of income, but like you definitely make a substantial amount of money from it. And I'm not talking like, you know, millions of dollars or anything like that, but like there's a difference between someone who, you know, maybe does like like a fifty dollar shoot on the side on the weekend versus someone who consistently like gets like five hundred to a thousand dollars in gigs a month, you know. I think that's like what a professional is. I think that's a very literal definition, and you're, there's no, there's nothing wrong with that definition at all. But I think with, with regards to context, a lot of people associate professionalism with skill level, and it could very well be that that guy who's making five hundred bucks um, a, a day or a week from their day to day professional photography is, you know, less skilled or less artistic than that guy who's shooting as a hobby on the weekends, right? So a lot of people associate professionalism with not like what just your profession is, but how skilled or how um, adept or how, how you know, um, great you are at what you do, whatever the case may be. So um, that's, that's kind of where the definition gets diluted. I can definitely see where you're coming from, Preston, but I also see the other side where somebody might say, yeah, you call yourself a professional, but that guy is better than you and he does it as a hobby on a weekend. And that kind of, you know, takes away from the credibility of that quote unquote professional. Um, I, I, I definitely see, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I definitely see what you're saying. Um, I, I feel like the, like that scenario you presented is like usually like the exception to the rule kind of, because if you look at really like any any field like there are definitely people individuals that you know aren't well known or aren't being acknowledged whatsoever who might be better than people that are being paid but i feel like generally they're not. like and this isn't to say that people who aren't getting paid are bad but uh like i said before uh like acknowledging yourself as a professional I feel like it's just having some sort of like tangible success to like go with that I, I guess that's sort of open-ended and very, um, you know, difficult to answer because uh, I think professionalism and being a professional are two different things. And then also the definition of professional, I just looked it up. There's several definitions, but the first one is saying related to or connected with the profession, period. Simple as that. 
So, but the reason I pose this question is sometimes you have to claim it, you know what I'm saying, before you actually achieve it. And that's perfectly okay. It's not saying that you're an expert at it, but if this is something you want to do, you know, it's okay to claim it. I believe it's okay to claim it, you know. So, you know, helping, um, I think I was uh, thinking with uh, Annie saying she didn't want to say she's a professional photographer. You know, but if, if you if you want to be and you take your craft serious, you know, claim it. You don't have to verbally say it or even put it on your profile, but just claim it in your head. Hey, I'm, I'm a professional photographer. And, you know, psych yourself out and move as such. Because like someone just said, uh, there, there might be professionals who who aren't necessarily that skilled or, or necessarily that artistic. And it may be somebody who just does it as a hobby. And, and far exceeds the, the one that does it for a living, you know, creatively and, and, and in other ways. Both of them would be professionals according to this definition. So I, I just posed that question like sort of rhetorical. I think that was great. Um, but I would like to say to Annie, you know, regardless of whether you choose to say that or not, like Mark was saying, like, you know, that you get to set what that is for yourself. And regardless of that, like, whatever you create your art, like, it matters. And, you know, it might not be exactly what you wanted to do, but we're all growing, you know? So I think it's just really important to just enjoy, enjoy the journey that you're on. And when you finally feel comfortable with yourself to present that professional photography title to the world, that's when you do it, you know? But I do agree with Mark um, with saying, you know, you need to, you know, tell yourself that you're the shit every day. You know what I mean? Like fake it till you make it. Like, you know, like just really, just yeah i like how you said with the psyche and stuff like i think that's really important to just tell yourself that you know you can do what you want to do when you are what you're trying to achieve yes because you're never if you care about what you do you're never going to stop learning so don't use that as the defining thing that makes you a professional or not start claiming it even if it's just for yourself for now because that other journey that other part of the journey is never going to end anyway um, oh, sorry, I just wanted to piggyback on what you guys were saying about like professionalism and that title. Like my career is a stylist. I that's how I pay my bills. But I'm also a freelance model on the side. And like starting off, I was always like, oh, I'm not like good enough to be a full time model. And then I spoke with somebody who's in the industry for a lot longer. And she was like, never say that again. It doesn't matter what field you're in. If you're dedicating time, you're devoting your time to something to learn to better yourself, you can give yourself that title. And like, I know it's like a cliche, but like that advice has been so helpful. It's like you, you define it yourself when you feel like you're there, that's when you're there, but nobody else can tell you when you're there. One thing that I heard, excuse me, one thing that I heard about being a professional, is it's about being able to consistently deliver what you say you can deliver. Um, and I think that as long as you're striving for that, that, that makes you a professional. Kristen? Hi, everyone. Binks, I actually have a question for you and anyone in the room that can speak to this. Um, I, uh, this is pertaining to modeling. Countless times over the years, I've been told that I should pursue modeling, but I never have started or even stepped foot towards that direction 
because of imposter syndrome. And I know that um, in order to, one way to conquer that is to just start and just do the thing. And so I'm wondering now, practically, how do I start? How do I take that step forward? Um, I can speak on my experience, but I was around 14 when I really wanted to start modeling. And I had, as simple as I had followed a young New York designer on Instagram, and they had like reached out after exploring my page and they were like we'd love to work with you and that's like how i first like my first bigger thing was like my first opportunity so i don't really have too much of a great advice but just make sure you're connecting with people and just putting yourself out there and sending photos and digitals i actually sent you a message Kristen. okay thank you Nice. Um, I'm just going to reset the room again. So this room is about creatives who experience imposter syndrome, um, along with depression or anxiety as it deals with, uh, as it pertains to their craft. Uh, is there anything that anyone would like to share or a story? Hey, Sean. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome. What's up, John? See other Sean's in the room. He's a good dude. I see him a couple rows down. And Depot, and Mark, and Nikki, and Paul, and a whole bunch of people. How's everyone feeling today? Doing pretty good. How are you? Doing good. I'm doing good. Is everyone, how's everyone's energy today? Everyone feeling confident? Anyone feeling any kind of doubt right now? Feel it's a little like, uh, the weather is kind of like cold and like kind of dark. So I hope that like, like the weather doesn't get me down. Like when I start like editing my videos and stuff, so just that. Ah, does anyone else experience that with the weather? That's actually oh, kind of what I yeah. want to get at. That's actually kind of what I wanted to get at with regards to not just weather, but like you asked about how does your emotional state or, you know, um, general like feelings of depression and those things, how does it affect your foremost? Like, I see that I edit differently when I'm in a bad mood, I edit differently when I'm in a good mood. And also, I plan my feed differently. And when I like scroll down my feed, I can actually like literally see the cyclical like, um, uh, mood represent the cyclical nature of my mood represented. You know, I could see that, like, oh, yeah, this is a few weeks I was having a rough time. Oh, yeah, this is like when I was having a brighter time. And it's literally visible in my work. And I thought, I don't know how many other people have experienced that, but I thought that was quite interesting for me that I can literally see a reflection of my mood in my work, even though, like, I don't necessarily do it intentionally. I feel better. I had heartburn this morning. I couldn't sleep last night. And I saw that photo, Sean, you put up of your uh, of that food, and it sort of came back until I talked to Kate. So I feel better. I'm sorry that the food uh, didn't help alleviate the heartburn. It's awesome images, though. Definitely sold, sold it.
Nice. Uh, again, I'll reset the room. Would anyone else like to share about an experience with anxiety, depression, or imposter syndrome? Um, yes, yeah, the way of speaking. Just thought I'd, I'd jump in there. To be honest, um, well, first of all, thanks, Kate, for putting this together. It's an amazing panel. Just looking around, looking at all the Instagrams. I'm just in awe of everyone up there. And to be honest, I feel like an imposter right now. Because um, I'm pretty much uh, a proper beginner. I literally, I've always liked taking photos. I usually take them on my phone. But I literally just bought my first camera in October. And um, I've taken a whole load of photos since then. Like the one I've got up at the moment. Uh, that was actually me just kind of playing around in my living room. Um, just just trying to get a feel for it, really. First time taking a... First time using a tripod uh, and a bit of light. So I'm still learning. Um, but yeah, I just I just feel like an imposter on this stage. I thought, let me, let me stay quiet and take it in, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm just happy to be here, get the gems from everyone here. And thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you I so much some, for sharing that. I have some good news and bad news for you, Wade. Go ahead, Admin. So the good news is very, very soon you'll have this incredible confidence boost and you'll think you've become such an amazing photographer. The bad news is like two weeks after that, they'll go back down to this imposter syndrome again and they'll never leave. I, f I find that photographers often, like like the reason the title of the room is there and a lot of people here are in incredibly accomplished is because it kind of, like, we always like, as humans doubt ourselves, right? But but what's really funny I've noticed is that like I, I went through this exact thing myself when I first picked up a camera, like about uh, just a little while after I was like, okay, yo, I got this. I am really good at this now. And then as I got, you know, more and more and more experience, I was like, yo, actually I suck. And then um, <laughs> that, imposter, <laughs> that imposter syndrome sets in and then you kind of grapple with it. But but what really helps is, is rooms like this. And when you get that um, input from other creatives and, and you get to see your your work um, appreciated. So it, that that the journey is really interesting. It comes, it's a, it's a little bit of a cyclical, but uh, don't feel like an imposter right now because we feel the same way. And we know some of us, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not speaking for everybody, but some of us may have just picked up a camera. Some of us may have had a camera for 20 years and been shooting. But that feeling of self-doubt and feeling like, you know, I still have more to prove is, is actually what fuels a lot of people's work a lot of times. It makes them, you know, go at it and, and work harder and learn more. And it can be a positive um, force in your work. So uh, enjoy the ride. I'm excited for your photography career and your, for you to delve into photography. It's a, it's a really fun, it's a really fun and enjoyable craft. Yes, Thanks and so wait. So, so have you taken? Have you done more than one shoot already, or? Um. So, literally, I bought my camera at the beginning of October, and um, then I flew out. Well, me and my wife we flew out to Cyprus mid October, and um, I'd be up just at at dawn and in the evenings as well, and I'd just be walking across walking along the coast to take some landscape photos, just playing around with composition. Um, to be honest, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I was just trying to get a feel for it and just taking things that I felt looked good. Um, and also we went on, we did go on a hike as well. So I took a few nice uh, 
best shots they have won. So, yeah, so is there them. is there a reason why you don't have any pictures on your Instagram? Yeah, because um, I'm just king of procrastination. <laughs> ah, okay. I didn't know if it was because of you know the the doubt or whatever. So I was just curious. Dude, that is awesome. You're already a photographer. You know, <laughs> procrastination. Do you know how many photographers' websites are currently under construction for the last six years? Like, that's a total trademark of a photographer. Well done. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks. That's absolutely yep. way. That is so All fact. And like someone said, I, I suffer from that same thing, y'all. Like, you know, at first, when I first did my first, you know, took my first photo and I thought it was good, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got this. Then I realized, like, you really don't got it. But that, you know, that want to get better and that, you know, always critiquing yourself and stuff, I think overall is a, is a good thing. And it'll help you continue to learn and continue to get better. The moment you stop learning and, and complacent is the moment you stop growing. So... You don't ever want that to happen, no matter what level you are in your career. So just uh, take that way, food for thought, man. Thanks, and also, I really appreciate I'm not getting, like, maybe not attention, but for lack of better words, I'm going to say attention that I deserve. And sometimes it makes me feel like, you know what, maybe my work is some shit, you know? Like, maybe no one actually wants to shoot with me, you know? Like, I'm just actually doing nonsense. So, have any advice on that? can add a little bit I think um, it definitely depends on how you approach things mentally but um, sometimes when I get down about that sometimes I'll just think of it instead of thinking about it as oh I'm I must not be that good because I don't have a lot of attention I think of it more as the people who are gonna love me just haven't found me yet because there's so many people in the world good point everybody has their own tribe Right. Sometimes we just don't know where it is yet. That's that's a great point. Anna Marie, that was like really, really well put and sweet. And uh, I, I honestly, I had never like, I, I don't want to say like, I again, just like um, the gentleman who was speaking, not the word attention, but you know, recognition. I would say like when you don't feel you, when you don't feel like you're getting the recognition that you deserve. I had never. It never occurred to me that the people who, you know, might give me that recognition and make me feel good about my craft haven't found me yet. So thank you. I really like just that sentence alone was really helpful to me personally. Absolutely. And because, and you know, one thing that occurred to me a couple of years ago was that to be popular, you have to be relatable. And to be relatable, you're common and you're not unique. So if you're more unique and you really have something special, it may take a longer time because other people don't immediately relate to you. But that doesn't mean that you're any less than what you are. Yes. Spit that, Anna Marie. Nice. Um, would any other models like to talk about um, imposter syndrome, anxiety, or depression as it pertains to being a model? If no one else wants to go, I can close the thing I was talking to you about. Yeah, go ahead. So I've had a lot of, I'm a model, um, and I've had a lot of people ask me lately, do you know that you're going to make it? And I say, I don't know. And they say, I know that you will. 
and to me that just feels very foreign because I'm like to me I don't know that and I don't I don't have the innate confidence that some people do that like this is just absolutely what I meant to do and I will make it no matter what I don't have that feeling but I don't really have the feeling in the other way either I, I'm kind of just neutral on it I'm just like I'm just doing my thing and if it works it works but I've been thinking about that a lot lately and I realized that a lot of other people probably feel the same way they have fans and supporters who tell them that they can see them going really far in this field but they don't see it for themselves yet and so I don't know if I'm really asking how everyone else feels about it just whatever you want to say on it if you relate to it how you've experienced it if you have if you have any advice to offer anybody else who feels the same whatever you want with that hi guys how you doing uh, my name is Shola, I'm a model in Houston, and uh, I think that last part you guys just said spoke to me because, like, I kind of have, like, a lot of, you know, friends that are, like, you know, doing it already, not even just in modeling, but in, like, you know, in the arts, you know, like, music and stuff, and you're always telling me, guy, you're him, you're him, and all this good stuff, but I feel like that adds its own type of, like, anxiety, you know, like, you know, like, just, it just messes me up, you know, because, like, if I'm him, you know, why am I not there, you know, at the same time, and everybody's like, oh, do this, do that, but uh, it, 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 it makes it worse, I feel like it makes it worse, I think I was better off when I was just starting, you know, it was just for the fashion, but now it just feels like there's a goal I have to attain and get to, and it's just... I don't know, I feel like that has been messing me up a little bit lately, but I feel like, you know, you know, because uh, it's kind of like, it's, at the end of the day, it's all like, it feels like a celebrity game at the end of the day. So I try to think of it, you know, yeah, I try to twist my mind and think of it like, like, like a play, you know, like I'm just playing with it. Because even if I don't become who people think I'm supposed to be, which already will sound silly just saying it, but... I already feel like I'm that person already, but you know, I think I think the word a better word I like to use is recognition, not even just celebrity or whatever word that they use these days, but recognition. I feel like that word tries to help me calm down, you know, makes me let worry about it less, you know. And I think uh, what uh, what's um and and sorry about Anna Anna Marie, yes, Anna Marie was saying, you know, I feel like I'm so unique that a lot of people cannot understand me i feel like that is what i'm dealing with at the same time i don't know if anybody can help with that i um i appreciate what both of you said and i felt that same way and somebody else told me this and uh it really was it really helped me a lot and i just want to share that with you both and maybe it'll help you a lot and um Anna-Marie, you said like the phrase you used was making it and um I didn't catch your name. Sorry, I didn't scroll down. Uh, I had my hands occupied. But you mentioned that, you know, that to be that guy, right? But to make it and to be that guy is extremely subjective. Are you seeing, are you framing that? Are you defining that by the, by the way others do in the eyes of everybody else? Or are you defining that in, in what you do? Like, what is it? what does it mean to have made it for you? What does it mean to be that guy for you? And if you are that guy for yourself, and if you've made it, for yourself, it doesn't matter what other people think. For me, like personally, like the reason I received this advice was somebody asked me, is photography going to be your biggest, the biggest legacy that you leave in this world? Like, is this your like mark on the world? And I thought to myself, probably not. 
and that's okay too. And uh, so, it's, so it's okay if I never make it as like a greatly recognized photographer because to me, I have made it enough by by enjoying and exploring photography on my own without having you know achieved that level of societal defined success or the way society says oh he's made it as a photographer i've made it as a photographer in my own perspective and that's okay so for you guys i feel like that like maybe just defining what it means to have made it what it means to be that guy in your own definition as opposed to the definition other people may impose on you may help with that absolutely uh, so, sorry. So, let me just let me just add this sorry sorry about that before i forget it because you know i i like you know i try i'm the person i try to look at numbers and stuff like that but you know i know you still have to look at it so let me use instagram as an example like you know i have friends that they're actually like artists you know they have the blue check you know literally all everybody around me has a blue check on your, on your name you know and it's like me I'm fine with 2,000 followers. You know? One point. And, um, you know, even even in my background architecture, success is not measured by the end result. We can't look at that end result. What makes you stand out, what makes people follow you, what makes people love what you do and relate to you is your journey. So it's about the process, you know, so keep that in mind. Um, the people that are, that are around you that are saying, hey, you're going to be that guy, they see the growth and they see the potential. And hold on to that, you know, because it's the process um, and it versus the end result. That end result will happen however it happens. But it's the process and the journey getting there is the part that people relate to. At one point, all of us were beginners, you know, so just keep that in mind. Yes, thank I, you for that, Mark. Thank you. Go ahead. I, I just want to add something to one. Um, what's his name? I'm in the same, you know. Everybody has insecurities. Everybody goes through their journey. And I think that back in the day, the pressure was to be successful was to have that degree. You know, back in the day, it was like, you get a degree, you get a career, you'll be successful. And so many people got that degree and so got into 10 and had other issues. Right now, the definition of success is like getting the numbers, getting the blue check mark, getting, and people are so focused on trying to achieve those things that they forget why they got into their profession to begin with. Why do you got into it to begin with? People forget about that and start pursuing all this not tangible things because numbers on Instagram are just numbers on Instagram. You can have 300,000 followers and I personally know people that have 500 to a million followers on Instagram and they're barely making enough money to survive. Um, so that means absolutely nothing. You have to really center yourself and focus on on your why why did i got into this why did i got into this art form and what it means to me and what making it means to me so i can actually work towards that and give it my own because that's what is it all about it's not about becoming famous it's not about it's your inner peace your especially when we have all these voices in our heads because normal people you know like they go in and they, they just go through autopilot or do some other things 
we don't necessarily think the same way. We have our own angels and demons stuck in our head constantly telling us all these different things. And we process the world in a whole different way. So you have to grab all that, put it into perspective, and, you know, chase that vision of yourself that you want to achieve and make sure you never lose track of that person so you can live the way you want to live and not the way everybody else thinks you should live. At the end, it's your journey. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Would anyone else like to add on or to talk about an experience that they have, imposter syndrome, anxiety, or depression? I'd like to challenge the room for a second. Okay. I want to challenge everybody in here, everybody listening after what all we talked about today. Take, sit down, get a notepad. I don't care if it's just for five minutes, but I want you to sit down and think about, and it doesn't even have to be a creative passion. It's whatever you want to do. I want you to sit down and write down not you know people say to write down your goals but and and that's good but this time instead of your goals i want you to sit down and figure out what you're trying to accomplish with this why does it matter to you and what and like we were talking about earlier what defines making it for you because we get a very that that gets very diluted with what other people want to tell us all the time and what the world defines success as success so Take a few minutes for yourself and sit down. And I don't care if you're trying to do it professionally or you just do it for fun. It doesn't matter. Just sit down and define for yourself what that means and why you do it. That's good. And honestly, I would like to open up the floor if anyone wants to share their answer with us. I wanted to share mine. <laughs> um, so my why is being able to help other people. So I've done photography for about 10 years. Um, and then I feel that the most beneficial um, advantage of this has been being able to help other people through it um, and just sharing my knowledge and this being part of the community. So yeah, <laughs> that's my. Nice, thank you. Anyone else? I just came in. What was the question? I kind of heard like like six the past six minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anna Marie. Oh, okay. Um, so I just challenged the room. We were talking a little bit earlier about what it means for to ourselves to make it and how that kind of goes against what the world definition is a lot of the time so we're just taking a couple of minutes to reflect and share if we would like to on you know why we do what we do and um what it means to us to make it and not let the world find that for us oh okay um well for me personally i could have been an emotional wreck <laughs> over the past couple of years because when i started so, first of all, my name is Angel. Hello, all. I am the owner of Disruption Magazine, a fashion and beauty magazine based out of New York City. But I also am, by day, a wardrobe stylist, a celebrity wardrobe stylist. So, I said that to say this. When I first started out, a lot of people who started out with me have excelled to, like, 
so much further. Like, for instance, even if I, I had a friend, let's say, who does hair. So when I was working with Young Thug, he needed, his hairstyle was canceled. So I called him. I was like, hey, come do his hair this time, whatever. So she ended up being his go-to hairstylist forever in the day. And, you know, I kind of lost my job. So now it's like, dang, I put you on. And here I am still not where I want to be. Like, I've worked with Rihanna. I've worked with, like, Serena Williams. I've worked with so many people. And I feel like a lot of people, like I said, started off with me, have advanced. So I kind of battled with, you know, depression. And people will say, like, dang, even with, like, my father can't, like, you should have this, you should have that, you should be so much farther in your career. But, you know, it doesn't kind of happen. It clicked for you all. But just to, like, state the obvious, here we have someone who's extremely accomplished, ha is the owner of a magazine, is, like, has the wardrobe celebrity, um, you know, uh, a styler, and yet she also feels the same way that all of us at the, at our level are. So just just to put it out there, right, like, it's, it's, it's not... It's not just you. It's at every level that everybody always uh, has that has that anxiety or has that imposter syndrome or has that um, comparison to others and they feel like and they feel inadequate. So I thank you so much, Angel, for like really tell like for sharing that with us because a lot of us, you know, are not at your level, but we're feeling the same things and and it's really like humbling and also just. Um, refreshing to know that we're not alone and it's like pervasive throughout the levels of this industry no matter where we are there's always more like more ways to go and it's your journey and not others is that you should be focused on definitely i always try to you know share my story because no matter where we get it's always going to be another level we can go so there's all whether we like it or not there's always going to be somebody that's like well you still ain't this you still ain't that you feel me so you just gotta kind of keep going because had i fall after i worked with rihanna that i'm the shit and i'm just all this i'm still broke like i'm not you know, wealthy like I want to be. So that shit don't mean nothing. You got to keep going. And as long as you're happy and you're doing what you're passionate about, the money and all of that stuff is going to come. So definitely, y'all, just keep doing you, your way, and make it happen. And you, I mean, you, you, you're rich in ideas and you're rich in energy. So, so harness that. I couldn't see who that was talking, but one thing that stood out to me, uh, what you said, was that Cosmopolitan let you go, and you said, you know what, I'm about to start my own publication. So, so that's that's real big, man. And hopefully that motivated other people because you took a leap of faith there. So, uh, definitely salute to you on that. And I know that publication will get you know get to where you want it to. Uh, can I jump in real quick, just Paul? Hey, who was that that said they were broke? I just wanted to see who that was. That I mean, was let Angel. Me, let me take that out the end. I'm going to take it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah, I'm going to say, let's, let's dig those words up and, you know, confess that the money is coming. Don't put You're those. Right. Yeah, don't put those words out there in the, you know. Yeah. You're right. So, I got a check today. You, so I'm you got it. Yep. See? We're going to pray that check multiply. Amen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. I'm done. Yes. Yeah, but um, what I was going to say, like, and Angel can confess to this, I, I guarantee you, if you go to every single celebrity, they all have their insecurities. I have a few of my friends, one of them literally just launched one of uh, a TV show that has been a complete success in, in Amazon, in Latin America, and South America, and has blown up so big and everything. And he's still like, this might be my last job. I, I don't think I'm going to book another thing. It's like, 
what are you talking about? It's like everybody, they all have the same insecurities. We all go through the same process. The important thing is just like Angel said, never to discourage yourself and just keep pushing forward and do you and do what you think is good work and keep pushing forward. Yeah, thank you so much for posing that question, Anna Marie. You know, through figuring out what your why is or why you want to make it in the industry, I think that will, you know, help each of us to kind of overcome these negative thoughts and insecurities that we have. Um, I guess I'll open the floor back up again for anyone to share about uh, an experience or some feelings that they have towards imposter syndrome, anxiety, and depression as it pertains to them being a creative. Hi everyone, um, blessings to everyone. Rachel Prudent here. Um, so very appreciative to be in a room with all of you beautiful souls. Personally, that question, I feel it differently, mainly because I am a male model residing in the New England area. And I'm not sure if any of you live or have been to the New England area, but the winters are brutal. And I am an African-American male. I was born in Haiti, so I, I'm not used to this weather. Like, this weather, not only does it impact my mood, yet it also interferes with my skin because, like, I, I just, no, I don't do the cold. I'm not for the cold. I was not made for the cold. Like, I much prefer Miami Beach type of weather. So it's kind of, it. It takes a toll on my mental health in the sense that in the winters, I'm not as creative because I'm, I don't feel my best. And that is one of the major things as a model. Like, you should be feeling your best. You should be confident. You should be always creative and exuding such radiant energy. At least that's what that's the standards that's being imposed upon us. So, I mean... The only thing I can say is I do my best to combat these emotions, um, whether that may be taking my sink or making tea in the morning, saying affirmations, listening to upbeat and vibrant music. You know, I think it's not solely focusing on the negatives, however, the ways that we can transmute a negative and make it into a good positive. Yes, thank you so much for sharing that truth with us. Real quick, I mean, I know you popped into my room the other night, but I actually grew up in New England, so if you ever want to talk to me about that, feel free. Oh, for sure, Anna Marie. I'm going to be in your DMs, honey. Yes. People at the bottom, anyone else like to share? We got Alexandria, Brittany, Campsy's back, Sean. I think it's Cinquita. Jinxie. Hi, everyone. My name is Alina. Nice to meet you all. Um, I just want to, I didn't actually hear the question full, like fully, but um, I caught what um, Angel said, and I'm following you on Instagram, and I think that your work is so dope. And like you, I just, I feel like I'm not, good enough for it, like, the next level, like, when I, I was, I think, in another room with you, and, um, and I saw your page, and then I went onto your Instagram, and I was like, wow, that's, like, that's what I want to get to right now, because I've been out of the creative scene for a while, and I'm trying to get myself back into it, and I just want to say, Angel, like, 
your work inspires me and your conversations, these conversations inspire me to start maybe doing more and not being so hard on myself. So I just wanted to say angel. So don't make me cry. Don't make me cry. Thank you. Stop trying. And keep going. Where are you based? I'm based in Toronto. Oh, amazing. I have a design idea I'm down to work with. So I'll definitely, you know, once Americans can come that way, (laughs) we have to leak up. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But maybe for the room, because I find that Toronto's community, creative community, is very fragmented. Um, And from Clubhouse, I'm seeing, you know, like New York is a heavy hitter, LA is a heavy hitter, Chicago is a heavy hitter. like what do you guys are for those in smaller towns like how do you guys manage or like connect with others in your community in your creative communities and that goes for anyone So I actually am in Toronto as well, and I would agree with you. I find that it's one of the things I had to do was find my niche because I'm not curvy enough to be a plus size model. I'm not straight sized enough to be a straight sized model. So in my case, I found where I was I found where I think I belong, at least for now, until I break into those other areas um, of hand modeling and bridal work, beauty work, that sort of thing. So I found my uh, creatives, other creatives, I found my other groups through figuring out. I think it's that, and, and, it can, and you can, you know, be, bring real unique perspectives to the world, and, and it can be really exciting to, you know, come up with something so unique. Paul? Or Mark? Sorry, what was the question? I'm, I'm at the grocery store. Okay, I saw your mic going on and off. I didn't know if you were trying to speak. I'm sorry. I apologize. No worries. I forgot what I was going to say. It'll, it'll come back to me. Okay, awesome. Um, would anyone else like to share? Um, go ahead, I just Nikki. wanted to say, like, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I want to say that I'm also from Toronto, and um, I find myself, I don't think that you should get discouraged being from a smaller town, and I find myself working with the same people over and over again, um, but in a good way, so I think that's the beauty of being in a small town, I would say, is that um, you create connections and you build connections with the people that you continue to work with. And I find that every time I continue to work with the same people, the work comes out greater and greater and you just create magic together. So I think, yes, a small town can have its disadvantages for sure. Um, especially sometimes in the creative space here in Toronto and wherever else. Um, but it also creates um, great outcomes. Um, one thing you can do to connect with people in the small town, I'm from Rochester, New York, and I feel like we're not, some people think we're a big city, but we're not as big, but one thing that I learned is the power of hashtags on Instagram, so, like, doing photography as long as I was doing it, uh, or have, as long as I have been doing it, 
I didn't realize as many photographers and models and creators that do the same thing or, or kind of in the same field did what I did until I went on Instagram one day and was just like, uh, hashtag Rochester photographers, Rochester models. And then another thing that you can do, being that you're saying that it's a smaller town, is check out some of, the, some of the outside towns in your city or the outskirts towns or, you know what I mean? Like if you're ever willing to travel or go outside of the city because that's what i do sometimes i'll go out well i travel like out of state this out of third but when i'm not traveling i'll like get up and work with some people that are in buffalo or like new york city or somewhere like around the area so utilize hashtags because you'll always find somebody where you're like damn i didn't know this many people were actually here yeah i just wanted to add on to that um look i I live in Jackson, Mississippi right now. You wouldn't think that there's any creatives here. But the creative scene has really grown over the past, like, three years because of the Jackson photo walk. My boyfriend is one of the people in charge of it. Um, but just, it, like, you can start something like that where you live and the people will come. Or the people there who have always been interested in it will finally start. You know, there's a lot of ways to connect even when you're in a small area like I'm telling you, where I live right now, there was barely a creative scene here three years ago, and now it's it's pretty popping now. So if anybody has any questions about that, you can ask me. Hey, who was that uh, in Jackson? I'm sorry. Anna, yeah, it was me, Anna Marie. Anna Marie. I got a good friend that's in Jackson. His name is Tim. He's uh, a fairly new photographer. He's telling me about the Jackson photo wall. I just wanted to add to the Toronto thing. I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia, and um, my city has grown tremendously over the past 25 years just with the art scene. And just from the looks of it, Toronto has some of the dopest models, the dopest photographers, the dopest creators that I've ever seen in my life. So I don't know what Toronto you're looking in because I'm waiting on, I'm, I'm trying my best to get there as soon as possible. You know, so just wanted to throw that out there. At least from the outside looking in, it looked like Toronto the place to be. So just wanted to throw that out there. Hey. Um, if you need, um, if you need to hear about more people in Toronto, I know. Like, in fact, I would, I would like go further than what Mark said. I think Toronto is an oversaturated market as far as creatives go. Um, there's too many of us. We should try to move somewhere else. But uh, yeah, if you want to connect with more people in Toronto, let me know. I can, I can give you. 50 photographers in five minutes like there's so many people in toronto that i know and uh, to echo what mark said about that nice nice yeah. so make sure you guys link link up with each other um i think it was mark nikki paul well, i don't think it was paul but admin make sure you guys follow each other um i would like to say we're coming up on the 90 minute mark um i like to go ahead and talk about the next room i'll be hosting uh it will be wednesday and i'm doing another part two uh because it was a really great talk it's called Creative's Parent Approval or the Lack Thereof. So um, essentially, we're just going to be talking about experiences that we've had with our parents, um, lending some advice to others, and really just providing a safe space where we can kind of support each other. So if you guys are interested in that, make sure you follow me and ring my bell so you can be notified for when I do that, that talk on Wednesday. It will be at 3 o'clock p.m. I wasn't in the room that long, but one thing that I did take away and one thing that I'm applying this year is to stop sleeping on my own potential because I feel like there's so much I can do. So that's what this year is dedicated to. I told myself that I'm not going to be playing fair. I'm going to give everything my all.
Nice. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Annie. Um, building up my own confidence in myself. I'm a photographer and I love it. A professional photographer. <laughs> um, I just want to say thank you, Kate, for starting this room. Um, it's really nice to hear um, how everyone everyone is different, but everyone is similar in the way in, in having imposter syndrome and just to hear how everyone goes about it and continues to work at what they love. So it really was eye-opening and kind of boosted my motivation a bit more. Um, yeah, thank you. Nice, nice. Anyone else? Uh, I'm just gonna, like, before, I just want to add this one thing, not about myself, my friend Nora is on the train right now, and she's writing her, um, takeaway to me, so, um, before you close the room, I'd love to read her as soon as she sends it to me, I'll get that to you guys. Yeah, sure. Anyone else? I think my takeaway is just that, you know, in this, that you're not alone, that others feel the same way that you're feeling, and that, um, you know, one of the things that is most when you go through these processes um, and these thoughts is that you feel like it's just you, especially when you're looking upon others and some of those things. So for me, it's just knowing that there are others out there that feel the same way that I do. And to see some of the ways that they work through it is very helpful. I just got um, a message from Noor. So this is, uh, if you guys scroll down, she's down at the, uh, as one of the speakers. And, uh, she's, um, I'm going to read it from, from her on her behalf. Hi, beautiful people. I just want to say you've all inspired me so much. And I appreciate the dialogue around focusing on mental health and self-care so, so much. I just wanted to throw out there for the shyer people in the room. My DMs are always open. I know creatives. We can be extra vulnerable sometimes going through abusive situations. So don't suffer in silence. There's such a beautiful community here to support you. And uh, if you guys want to look, find her um, once again. She's Her name is Noor, N-O-O-R. And she has this gorgeous profile picture right now um, with her hand in her hair looking awesome. So yeah, that was from Noor. Nice. Thanks for sharing. Noor, you got a follow from me. Anyone else? Um, hi. Uh, my name is Ken. I'm a photographer uh, and a retoucher. Um, I just want to share something with you guys. Um, you being a creative comes with a lot of responsibilities. And then you don't have to really be um, aggressive towards your work. Sometimes you meet a lot of people who give you headache. Some of them can put you in pain. Um, some of them don't even know what they are doing. So all what I have to say is you have to you have to be patient and then you have to have the love for the work. You have to work hard. You don't have to um, copy someone exactly, but then you can learn from that person because you don't know you don't know maybe your style can be accepted. When you when you keep on learning other, I mean, trying to copy other people's style, it doesn't make you real. It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, that's not you. You need to learn from someone and then try getting your own style. Thank you very much. Thank you for sharing. Anyone else?
Alrighty, so I guess with that, I'll be. Oh, does someone have something to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just um, thanks for this whole group, to be honest, because for me, I feel that um, just starting out in this photography world, um, I'm trying to find a niche, and we did. You all spoke about having a niche and having something that we can actually um, um, work on and master, sort of thing. So it's kind of like I'm just trying to find it. It's pretty much like what Wade was saying earlier on about literally just buying a camera and you know, going at it sort of thing. That's pretty much where I'm at right now. And I've had a couple of shoots and I did have that whole imposter syndrome on there. Um, but reflecting upon it, the shoot went pretty well. Everything kind of went um, as good as it should have been. I was getting the feedback I was getting and it was good. So kind of like believing in yourself and just having that confidence to take the first step and just start. And that's what I've been getting told. So it's kind of like, I'm just doing that now. I'm just just going to take pictures. I want to do videography as well. So I'm doing that as well. But I'm just doing it and just seeing what happens until I find my feet sort of thing. Thanks. Nice. Thank you. Can I add to it? Go ahead. Real quick. Yeah, I just wanted to add um, my takeaway from all of this great conversation was uh that with imposter syndrome or self-doubt or depression or anxiety, um, like a lot of people, I also started off shooting on my phone. So I think what, what really can separate you or even connect you with other people um, is to keep pushing and overcome it because that's honestly the best thing you can do, whether it's through, like somebody said before, believing in yourself or eventually having your work prove it for you just overcoming and keeping out what you're doing and having some, some grasp of faith in yourself could, could really, could really put you through anything. Thank you. Wade. Yeah. I just wanted to say, um, you know, I'm glad I came into the room and I'm grateful for all the, all the people in this room and the energy that, that and the, the tips that have been shared. You know, I, when, when when I got the ping, I thought I was just coming to observe, you know, be in the audience. I didn't expect to be on stage. And I'm glad I shared as well how I felt because it's um, given the feedback that everyone's given me. It's just inspired me. And, yeah, it's, um, it's a nice way to start the year. So thanks to everyone. And thanks again to you, Kate, for putting this on. And I'll be putting Wednesday in my diary. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'm glad you came up. I'd be pinging everyone in here. So if you if you want to speak, you you have a, a safe space here. Anyone else? Yeah, so my takeaway um, really was from what Anna Marie said about waiting for the people like who appreciate or understand your work. So really, it's more about being patient. So thank you for that. And yeah, thank you to Kate because I mean, she does a lot, like laser space, this, working every day. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, Kempsey. All righty. Oh, oh, just quickly, Kate, Kate. Yes. Um, just off topic, where, where can I find your music? Oh, I saw your DM. I'm going to message you back. <laughs> I, I want to 
wanted to ask the same thing. I, I DM'd you as well, but I, I wanted to ask the same thing right in the group, but I'll, I'll uh, thank you for uh, bringing that up with you. Yeah, no worries. I, I see all the DMs. I'll, I'll get back to you guys when I can. I actually need to go back to work. Um, but yeah, awesome. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and close the room. Again, if you guys want to check out the podcast that I have, it's in my in the link in my bio. Um, and it's literally just recordings of this. And maybe sometimes I'll do actual, um, you know, one-on-one uh, interviews with people. But for now, I'm just doing um, podcasts um, from Clubhouse. But yeah, bye guys. Great. Bye. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Bye, you guys. Later. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, Anna Marie, Mark, Justin, Nikki, Sean. I appreciate you all. Of course. Of course. Anytime. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Absolutely. Thanks, Kate. Yep. All right. Bye. Thanks, Yep. Love y'all. All right, my lovely people, I hope you enjoyed the podcast and hope to see you back here next week. If you'd like to be on the podcast and you don't have Clubhouse, feel free to go to the Anchor app or the Anchor website and you can leave us a voice message or you can just catch us on Clubhouse Live and join in on the conversations. Until next time, bye.